Mr. Baker. Good morning. Once again, the eyes of the world are upon Maricopa County for another botched election. Am I here to accuse you of stealing the vote? Heavens no, for that would make me a terrorist, wouldn't it? Let me ask you, if you took your life savings to a bank and the teller put them in a machine and the machine kicked out one out of four of your bills and the teller said, don't worry, we'll put them in box three over here and we'll let you know how many were in there later. We'll send them off to a separate location and someone will be sure to get back to you and tell you how much money you have. Would you be okay with that? No! You would not be okay with that. Now ask yourself the question, which is more valuable, your vote or your money? Now ask a lobbyist that same question. Now ask a campaign manager that question. Now ask Mark Zuckerberg that question, which is more valuable, your money or your vote or your country or this world or the corruption that is taking over every single county in this nation? And then you look into your own soul and you look back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. Thank you. Oh, that person at the end saying thank you is so arrogant and pompous in the way that he said it and you can just hear it. I would bet money he's homosexual, and I would bet that he has been trained in a way to actually create a psychopath, and he doesn't even know it, because that's what a lot of us have been trained to be, brothers and sisters. We've been trained to be something that we are not. We are loving, caring, humble thoughtful, empathetic people who will help others. But there's a group of people out here in the world that does not care at all about you, thinks you are a complete idiot, will abuse you physically, emotionally, financially, and psychologically. And they will make you think that they are great. These people seemingly come from a very particular type of background. And many of them are related. And I remember, you know, reading about, you know, there was speculation that many of the Nazis, those crazy freaks, were syphilis of the brain, which means that they had, you know, they had these crazy sex orgies, ended up uh, contracting syphilis. And syphilis affects your brain functions. And if it goes untreated, it can cause major psychosis, such as the tendencies to be a psychopath. 
And from my readings and research in our groups, it seems as if that is something that can be actually passed on genetically. So when you look at the lineage of these families, the reason that they chose to breed internally, they chose to have interfamily relationships is because they thought they would keep the bloodline, quote unquote, clean. They still have this obsession with thinking that they are superior to everyone else. And the way that they can feel that way is only to degrade everybody else. So they have to make us believe that we're the problem that we are the ones that need energy, that we are the ones that need food, that we are the ones that need this, that, and the other. When in reality, we the people can take care of ourselves. We have shown that more than enough times. But they have trained us with their programming of, for example, when I was a child, you know, I was fortunate enough to have grandparents to live very close, so I didn't have to go to, to really daycare. But I still had to be taken somewhere at a certain time because my parents worked. And just think about this for a quick second. Why in the world does everybody go to work at the same time? People don't shop at the same time. They only shop at the same time because they get off work at the same time or their work schedule is the same. When it comes to a person's individual lives, we don't do these things the same. We're very unique like that. There's no rhyme or reason how we do things in our personal ways. But when it comes to the structure that is the actual modern day slavery, they have created it and control it and we abide by it to a point to where we pay them taxes up to 30 plus percent of the money that we're supposed to be paid for us being away from our families for all that time. Those people in Maricopa County, especially that punk at the very end, that, that gentleman, Mr. Baker, spoke patriotically like I would speak. But that punk at the end that said, thank you, that is that pompous attitude of elitism, of serious privilege, that they assert their ways on others. And they're taught that. And like I was getting to, we're taught to be a slave in the system to which they are the masters of. Many of the people that I know, and yours truly, has and have experience with government relations. I've never taken money from the government for contractor work. I've never taken money for from a company to do work for the government. But I have done things in my life to where I've been able to observe government from the inside. And it is so obese with waste that it is unsurmountable to what we the people could have 
if the government didn't waste. And that waste, why I said it's obese with waste, is because that obesity is because it eats so much that we can't even hold them accountable. And that appetite that it has is because it is paying its little fascist friends that don't allow other people to get opportunities on something like Halliburton. They got a no-bid contract to go and rebuild Iraq after Cheney destroyed it with the goof Bush Jr., but I want, I'm leading up to a couple of things. Where we're at in modern day world is because we have become so tolerant of what individuals do when they frame themselves around a title that says a government employee. We have... I've experienced, my wife has had this happen to her with her coworkers. She's had people that come to her and say that I have to get off work because I have to go and check on the government's money that's being sent to me or the government's support or the government, blah, blah, blah. It's not the government's anything. The government is administrators and managers, stewards, if you, they should be stewards of our, we the people, assets. That including our people, our places, our things. Such as our, our people, obvious. Our places, like our land. Like our things, like our buildings. Like our equipment. Like our security. This is what we pay them to do. But they steal from us. They don't just take what we give them. They put, they go and sell us out to somebody else. And they charge us for it. I've went in depth with my reporting about Bill Gates. About him in 2014 having a pedophile at his home. Not at his office. Not that emailed him. Not that just thought about him. This was somebody at Bill Gates's house. That the Mockingbird Media that was paid off by Bill Gates and his PR firm that has likely been Perkins Coie law firm up in Seattle for a long time, which his dad had the law firm for a period and was partners with Bill and Melinda before he was passing. And then Warren Buffett took that position as the other trustee on the Gates Foundation, but they have acted like the Gates Foundation is a philanthropic organization whenever it is a full-blooded, for-profit entity that coerces, manipulates, conspires, and bribes its way to get money from governments to double, triple, quadruple, or make 10 times its money on an investment because they create a situation. They have taken advantage of minorities, poor people, and foreign countries for years. Let me play you something from India to give you a sense of what this is about. And I follow it up with a, a, a segment from uh, talking about Africa. But let me, as you hear this about India, 
understand India is China's neighbor. It is the second largest uh, population, allegedly. And it's been in a huge resource for a lot of countries for a long time by the detriment of most of the people. Take that in consideration and take what is in consideration about Bill Gates' funding of the United Nations, the World Health Organization, and his involvement with the World Bank. His dad was an international lawyer. His family's got connections with IBM, Planned Parenthood. All of these are the big-time syndicate entities that are rolling out these programs in a sophisticated con that is ultimately having us all voluntary comply, which we should not ever do, ever. This is the uh, one of the uh, government officials in India telling you the truth about what happened with the Gates Foundation, where they were um, proven to have injured and killed thousands of people with their you know, vaccines. And listen what he says about what they're doing now. And the government officials came up and said, we shouldn't have authorized this. We're sorry. We're not going to allow them again. And now they're back doing their same old tricks again. The good news is that human clinical trials can start as early as July 2020 for India's first COVID-19 indigenous vaccine that can develop a So you can imagine how the manipulation of the media, by the media, the manipulation of public opinion by leaders from all political parties unanimously say, we want the vaccine. And the worst thing is they are taken as philanthropists. Whereas what this actually is, is the acquisition of political and financial power. And I think the second most populous country with 1.3 billion people is going to be a good base for pharmaceutical companies to make a killing and also kill a lot of people in the process. Yes, I just find it a pity that we haven't been able to get any benefit for the girls who suffer. It's so terrifying as to what they're actually doing to the world. We're taking things that are you know, genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. And he acts as if he's proud of that. That sicko piece of trash. True Nazi. This guy is a psychopath like Hitler. But you guys don't even realize it. You better wake up to understanding that that mindset that Hitler had has manifested into a lot of different people. Patriots, Christian brothers and sisters, it's time to rise up and to bring an end to these criminals. This is about the uh, people of Africa and what they're dealing with right now. But as an African, I say no more. Africans, they're tired of becoming the guinea pigs of the world. Their antennas are raised and they're telling each other all over social media, they're on high alert right now. 
there is a volley of the American government. It's called the Kissinger Report, which was produced in the mid-70s. And it explicitly states that uh, the purpose of the foreign policy in Africa was to uh, reduce the, the population, because they had great mineral resources there. At the time, Kissinger and those involved with the Carter administration wanted to shrink the population, make sure that the Africans do not develop and do not use the resources for themselves, because we in the States, we need them. That's how these criminals look at it, is they look at the places for their, their long-term resources. They do not look at the people as the value. That is what I said at the beginning. These these have become either trained psychopaths or they were already psychopaths. So I want to finish this up because you're seeing the dot connection between played at the beginning, what is happening in Maricopa, played about what Bill Gates and them have done, and now we're going to finish up with what the World Economic Forum is doing. And I'm connecting these dots because they're all connected. The Maricopa County fiasco and the U.S., our entire election process is, is they're trying to destroy it because if you look at what happened during President Trump's administration, when America became the largest oil and gas producing country in the world, that meant that the criminals also know that. So they are trying to gain these resources just like they're trying to gain the resources from Africa, like that gentleman said a moment ago. Listen to what um listen to what Klaus Schwab said as a uh as the event was going on at APEC. Look at, or I'm sorry, listen to what he says is their goal and their intention and listen to the words that he's using. This is very important. Their language is very important. And you have to keep in mind, China has been the most pollute, uh, polluting country in the world for decades. No environmental standards, no EPA, no real protections for the people. They've used human uh, trafficking, slave labor, organ harvesting. They do all kinds of crazy stuff over there. And now the criminal Nazi, Klaus Schwab, and his maniac, Yuval Harari, is trying to uh, take over the whole world with these new regulations and standards that are doing nothing but taking from we the people and giving to a few corporations. As you'll hear, Klaus Schwab, the criminal, psychopath, legitimate Nazi. Listen to what he's saying. In the uh, APEC this year, uh, both the leaders meeting and also the APEC CEO summit, you just spoken at the opening panel, Professor. So how do you see we would be able to with our capability to carry on this kind of discussion in the right direction? We have to define the specific elements of the global system. Mm -hmm. For example, nature and environment, uh, climate change, and then to see what are 
uh, actually see areas where we can make true progress, uh, where we can have a real impact. I'm very glad uh, that uh, uh, China is integrated into our initiative to plant one trillion trees in the next 10 years by making its own contribution. We have to try with a collaborative platform where we integrate the best people, the most relevant people, and then to work for progress. Mm. Now the base has been formed, but um, we have to go one step further. We have to have a strategic mood. We have to construct the world of tomorrow. It's a systemic transformation of the world. So we have to define how the world should look like, which we want to come out of this transformation period. Earlier, we have the great narrative of so-called globalization. And everybody believe in it, and everybody think this is our shared future. Now, as the world is changing, we need to reshape again the vision, as you just said. But how to bring everybody on board? So is now the opinion uh, globalization has failed, and we are entering into an era of deglobalization. I think that's wrong. Uh, we, of course, we have the reshaping of certain supply chains. So. For certain physical goods, we may see much more uh, reshoring or homeshoring. In reality, uh, the world has moved closer together because um, uh, we, we are moving from a physical world much more in a digital world. And the digital world, by nature, is much more globally oriented. Mm. Now you asked how to do it. Yes. I think it needs uh, what we feel in the World Economic Forum, a multi-stakeholder approach. It's certainly uh, governments who have to be in the lead, but uh, business, most of the solutions will come through innovation from business, and we have to integrate the large population. We have to um, mentor mm -hmm. the population and to show through our good examples, that um, uh, the future requires this change, and the change at the end, ultimately, will be beneficial for them. From your perspective, how do you understand this ambition of China to have the Chinese path toward modernization and share it uh, with the developing world? I uh, respect uh, China's achievements which are tremendous over the last uh, over 40 years since the opening up and uh, policy and reform policy came into action. I think it's um, a role model for many countries, but I think also uh, we should leave it to each country uh, to make its own decision what system it wants to adapt. And I think we should be very careful in imposing systems. But the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for quite a number of countries. I know it is astonishing that there is people out there speaking like that and being allowed to speak like that. That is beyond what Nazi Germany 
attempted to do in World War One and World War Two. It's always the Germans. It's always these these people over there, but it's a bloodline. It's a sickness of these people that are that we're dealing with right now. And there is a lot of them that are going along with it because they want to go along to get along. They think that just because they're going to be in the inner circle that they're going to be safe. These people right here are very dangerous, but they are exceptionally weak. Physically, mentally, emotionally, they're articulate. They can speak and opine grandly, but they cannot defend themselves. That's why they're trying to bring the robots forward. Because they know that we, the people, will have enough at some point to spend enough time on our own lives instead of what these criminal psychopaths are trying to get us to go along with. Stay tuned for more and go back in the archives of truth as we are constantly providing real news plus real information for we the people. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies 